This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 180, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Dan the Man about the election in the United Kingdom on Thursday. As you can probably tell by my voice now, I'm not so excited about it. No one really is. Um, But yes, that's what we talk about. But as always, if you're looking for a real analysis of the election, you're probably in the wrong place. But there is a fantastic story about Dan the Man at the end of the podcast. So make sure you stick around for that. So stick around, make sure you wait for that. And if you want any other fantastic stories um, and you want to listen to a podcast every day, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family. And remember all of the rock and roll vocabulary from today's episode, and there is a lot, is all on the website, rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 180. I will stop talking now. I will speak to you again at the end. Happy listening. Dan the Man, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? Always fantastic, Dan, always fantastic. I'm still fantastic even after we have had our pre-podcast chat and you told me many boring things, but I've maintained my fantasticness. Not sure if that's a word, but I've just invented it. Yeah, there was many boring things, yeah, I apologise for that. (laughs) No problem, Dan. I have forgiven you. Okay. Um, Anyway, Dan, how do we usually start the show? With a review. Oh, yeah. Do you think we have a review? I know we have loads of reviews, so... Oh, yeah, baby. We do indeed. Um, This one's from, I know, from Fabrizio, but on iTunes it says Barnabo. Um, I'm not sure what Barnabo refers to, but hey. Um, And the title is What a Podcast, Mate. Five stars, obviously. And it says, This guy is amazing. He knows how to make you improve your language just telling very funny episodes of his life. But pay attention. He's not a clown. Mm, Good. Um, Every word, every expression, every particular sentence he uses is well explained and he often focuses on grammar. I think his best quality is that he has mixed together English humour with a kind of Italian mood since he lives in Sicily because he knows that being light doesn't mean being serious. He created a great community of people all over the world and he's for sure our captain, a captain who's becoming older, hashtag Martin Almost 40. Um, Amazing review. Fantastic. Thank you for that, Fabrizio. The only slight... I thought you were a clown. (laughs) Yeah, I, I was happy with the clown. It's the hashtag. That hashtag seems to be following me around like a bad smell. Um, so there's a nice term. If something follows you, bad smells often follow people, don't they? There's always that person at school, isn't there, that fucking stinks. Hopefully it wasn't me. <laughs> you know what? I, I thought about saying that, but you've always had quite a nice smell, actually, Dan. I think that's, that's why the only reason this friendship has maintained because of that lovely smell sometimes i just stand next to you and think oh wow that's a that's a real man's smell that (laughs) i wondered why you got so close god i don't know what shower gel or deodorant you use but i need to know 
Um, anyway, yes, fantastic review. Thank you very much, Fabrizio. Um, so moving on to the show, Dan, do you know what we're talking about today? No. Um, well, it's a big week um, in the United Kingdom this week because dum, 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 there is another general election. Um, so I thought we could talk about elections, politics, really. Um I must admit, I'm quite bored of politics mm. yeah, now. Yes, so my, my heart sank when you said that. <laughs> um, so, lovely rock and roll vocabulary there. My heart sank, which means that, obviously, Dan was very disappointed about this. Um, well, I mean, after that review from Fabrizio, I'm thinking of uh, throwing my hat into the ring. So there's a term to say, basically, to participate in this election. I think I've got a chance, Dan. <laughs> Can you count on many votes? <laughs> I've got a chance of winning the next Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Martin Johnson. No, you've got too much, too, too many skeletons in the closet now because people will just go through this podcast. <laughs> yeah. There's been a, there's uh, been a lot of uh, episodes where you've stringently denied that you've slept with children. So I think. Um, yeah, I think you might be right, actually. Shit, I've ruined my chances of becoming Prime Minister. Um, so he did use some rock and roll vocabulary there when he said skeletons in the closet. So lots of things that, you know, that you don't really want people to find out about. Um, but just to clarify, I've never <laughs> had sex with a child. Okay? Hashtag that. Hashtag that. Forget the <laughs> nearly 41. Hashtag not had sex with a child. Um, anyway, this is actually the second time a general election has happened in the life of Rock and Roll English because you and I, Dan, did a podcast about the general election in June 2017. And yesterday, as I was driving home from work, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to listen to that podcast. I think it's probably the only time I've ever listened mm. to a rock and roll English podcast. And it was episode number 37, if anyone is interested. And fucking hell, it was the most boring 20 minutes <laughs> of my life. It was terrible. So you thought we'd talk about it again? Uh, yeah, well, I thought basically, however bad this podcast goes, it can't be as bad as that one. It, the only way is up. Dan, mm -hmm. as the song says. In fact, the podcast was so bad that I think I was more boring than you. I mean, can you believe, can you imagine that, Dan? <laughs> I can, you know, I think I can, yeah. I didn't think it was possible, but having listened to that podcast, it definitely is possible. Um, so, yes, we have this general election. The two main parties in the United Kingdom are Labour and the Conservatives. Um, the leader of the Labour Party is Jeremy Corbyn and the leader of the Conservative Party is Boris Johnson. Um, what are your thoughts on those, Dan? This is actually the first time I'm not going to vote because I just can't be asked anymore. I, 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 don't, I don't like either of them. I think they're both idiots. I think actually I read something the other day that they're the most they're, most people aren't happy with the selection of candidates, and I just don't know mm. who to vote for. I, I, I couldn't. I hate Boris Johnson, but I just couldn't stomach Corbyn being in power. 
Um, so some nice rock and roll vocabulary. I couldn't stomach it. Like it would just hurt me so much. It would hurt my stomach. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can see your point there. Um, I like Corbyn though. I, you know, I don't think he's a great leader, but I would trust him with my children. Okay, okay I haven't got any children, but if I did. I would trust Corbyn to take care of them because he just seems like a nice guy. Whilst, um, what's his name? Um, Johnson. Mm, not sure if I would trust him with children or or anything, really. He looks like the honey monster. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if the honey monster is internationally known. Do you do you know that, Dan? Is he, is he famous in France? Not that I'm aware of, but he, yeah, he does look like Boris Johnson, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've I've not seen the honey monster in Italy either. I'll put a picture of the honey monster and Boris Johnson maybe on Facebook. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't trust my children with a monster. Well, the interesting thing is though, everyone knows that he's lying all the time, which is which, I, and I find it hard to understand why he's still the massive favourite to win this election mm. if everyone knows he's a liar. Yeah, it's it's pretty depressing, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's it's not a great um, a great period. Um, I actually saw a tweet that made me laugh, where it said, "This election, because it's obviously in December, is like an advent calendar, except when you open every door, you can open the door and find an offensive tweet by <laughs> by a politician." <laughs> um, for example, well, it's not a tweet, but I've got some things that people from the Conservative Party have said. Um, for example, um, something um, Jacob Rees-Mogg said, who, in case anyone has never seen him, even if you just look at his face, you, he, he's just got one of those faces you want to punch repeatedly yeah. in the face. He, he looks like he's got a lot of money. Yeah, he looks, which is probably why I want to punch him. I yeah. want to punch him in the face and say, give me some of that money, you bastard, you rich bastard. Um, because obviously, um, I can't remember when it was last year, two years ago, there was a terrible um, accident in England with the Grenfell Tower where a block of flats, there was a fire and people died. So, you know, this is a, a lot terrible of thing. Yeah, a lot of people died. And this guy, Jacob Rees-Mogg, just said it's because they lack common sense. He said, I would never die in a fire. Hmm. Really nice, really sort of warms your heart. So warms your heart, makes you feel good that people like that basically live in the world. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Also, when you look at him, who is he representing? I mean, he's not representing the masses, is he? He's representing a very small group of people with a lot of money in Mm. Oxford area. Yeah, exactly. Bloody bastard. Mm. Um, And a couple of years ago, um, apparently, I didn't actually know this happened. Um, the Conservative Party um, paid a van to go round London um, and on the van they wrote, are you in the UK illegally? Go home or face arrest. I mean, just that go home, like fuck off home. That's so blatantly racist, so blatantly, so obvious. But I just don't know how that's allowed. Yeah, I actually remember that. Um, yeah, it's fucking awful. It's fucking awful. I mean, this is this election's a shit sandwich really i mean there's there's no good option in my in most people's opinion i know i don't think there's any real good option here um, um 
A nice term there, a shit sandwich, which you can imagine taking a bite of that is probably not the best thing. And very similar to the election, I suppose, yeah. having a sh- sandwich with shit in it. Um, so um, I've got some policies here of, well, I, I mean policies. I haven't read the manifesto. Um, Why would you? But, yeah, exactly. Um, I do have something here about um, tuition fees. So tuition fees are the amount of money that people pay to go to university. The Conservatives have raised them from 3000 a year to £9,000 a year. So if you go to university, you have to pay £9,000 a year, whilst um, Labour are thinking, well, want to scrap them. So scrap them, basically cancel them, which I think is great. But all I'm concerned about is, does that mean if you already are still paying you got to pay boy you got to pay <laughs> i just want to know will they write off my debt so when you write it off it's when you just say right just cancel that because that would be fucking amazing i've i've done my best to not pay that for a few years i managed to dodge it so to dodge it to you know keep myself hidden that's why i'm in sicily i just thought i'll go as far away as possible to not pay that money back to the government but they tracked me down, Dan. They tracked me down, so they found me. How long will you be paying that for? Oh, until the day I die. <laughs> I think my kids, my grandkids, everyone, these imaginary kids that I've got, they will pay it, and they're imaginary kids. It will be going on forever. Yeah. I mean, £9,000 is a lot. In France, it's almost nothing. Almost nothing. Um Bloody yeah. conservative. I don't know why thing. anyone would go to university in England, to be honest, because you could just go to France, you know, enjoy the culture, the better weather, the food, and not get um, extreme debt. Just because you didn't go to university, Dan, okay? I know I know, it still grates you, so it still grates you. It still annoys you. Sure, I've got a degree. You haven't. Probably I'm above you in the social class level. Yeah. What? I've, I, I don't want to talk about it, though. What's your for degree me, in economics, for me, isn't it? For me, we're equal, Dan. Okay? <laughs> for me, we're equal. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. Um, so, as well, the Conservatives implemented the bedroom tax. And I must admit... This is, I this thought, is very anti-conservative, this, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't want to show my political side, Dan, OK? Political alliance, I think, is the correct term. Um, the bedroom tax. And I thought immediately, what's this? This sounds quite saucy. So, saucy, quite sexy. You've never you've never heard of the bedroom tax? Um, yes, but I'm talking about when I first heard about it, okay. Dan. I thought, oh, bedroom, bedroom tax... And I thought there was going to be some kind of tax for having sex. or <laughs> That degree served you well, didn't it? Well, exactly. Absolutely. Um, and then when I was thinking about this, the bedroom tax, I thought, you know, if that did exist, let's just live in a hypothetical world here, that there is a tax for having sex. I honestly think Dan the man, uh, Mrs. Dan the man, sorry, would have to pay less tax because she has to have sex with you. <laughs> Uh, but I've got to have sex with him. Okay, don't worry. You, yeah. you just pay us less. Don't worry. She, she needs. It's like child maintenance support, isn't it? <laughs> sex maintenance support. Exactly. They would pay her dad uh, yeah. because she has to. She has to go through that. So she has to go through that experience. She has to live it. Poor girl. Poor girl. So I'm, I'm enjoying this podcast. No degree. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible in bed. 
I'm waiting for the third one. Uh, I'm I'm not sure what else we've got, but it's, it's always possible. You never know, Dan. Um, but another one I have here, I didn't know this either. Speaking of uh, people in politics, there's Nigel Farage, um, who's not is not so popular. Well, certainly he in is. the rock and roll English yeah, not of us, world. But, yeah. yeah, but he is popular basically for racist people. One of the men responsible for Brexit, basically. Um, he released his own condoms, the Nigel Farage condoms, and it actually has a picture of him on the condom. Um, well, the packet. I didn't actually see the actual you, condom. You, you didn't actually put it on. <laughs> I've never bought this. I just saw a picture on the internet. Okay, I don't have. What did you search to find that Nigel Farage sex? Uh, <laughs> I think I searched stupid things politicians have done, and then on the condom, it's um, he's written um, for when you want a hard Brexit. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, but I saw him actually there selling them. Can you imagine people, I imagine some, at least one person bought one of them. You get to that moment when you're about to have sex and then you just see a picture of Nigel Farage. This kind of reminds me, because didn't you say there were politicians in Argentina have their own breweries? They have breweries. We have condom dispensers. (laughs) Yeah, it's just absolutely unbelievable. If there's one thing to kill a hard-on, so a hard-on <laughs> erection. It's Nigel Farage, a, a picture of Nigel Farage. To ruin the moment, just yeah. look at a picture of Nigel Farage and it's over, just forget about it. You can just say, let's just leave it. Mrs. Dan the Man will probably be happy because then she won't have to go through it, Dan. Can you, can you imagine how many twats around the country are actually using those? You know, I, I, are... Yeah, I hope no one uses them it just can't be it can't be um but speaking of brexit though um kind of off topic brexit still related to politics i suppose that there is now um a verb to brexit have you heard about this dan no do you even know what a verb is yep thank you (laughs) there you go there's the third one yeah okay well there's there's no two without three dan um so, yeah, to Brexit means apparently, say you're at a party and you say, I'm leaving, and oh, right, then yeah. you don't leave. You can say that that person is Brexiting. So there's something hilarious. Um, and I actually thought I I probably do that a lot. The only difference is I don't tell people I'm leaving. I always want to leave the party because, mm-hmm. you know. Because you're cool. After, <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes, and I think I've had my fun. That's enough. Mm-hmm. And then for the next three hours, I'm thinking of how I can go, how I can make up an excuse to get out of there. Um, so I'm th- I'm thinking it, but I never I never actually tell people. But I I do linger. So if you linger, you hang around longer than longer than necessary, really. By the front door, it's like can you remember years ago? I think I was about seventeen, and I was so so drunk that I had my backpack on by the front door for about four hours. Can you remember that? Uh, yes, I do remember that. We were at a party um, and, yeah, Dan was just like hanging around outside the door with his backpack on. And what I want to emphasise here is that Dan the man came to a party. You know, we're 17, you know, drinking girls there. And Dan the man had a backpack like he was going on a school trip, like five-year-olds that have got their packed lunch. What did you have in the backpack that was necessary to bring to a party. I can't remember. I thought it was alcohol. I can't remember. But I remember specifically from that party, 
I obviously went outside, disappeared for a few hours. I was violently sick. And then I came back in and then I was talking to I come it was a girl for the first time in my life. <laughs> and she said to me, Have you just been sick? And I was going, No, no, of course not, of course not. And I carried on talking to her, got home, I'd sick all down my jacket. <laughs> um maybe you could have used your backpack to be sick in. You could have just done it straight in there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I didn't die that night, to be honest. But yeah, I remember I was hanging around the front door as well. I I just still can't believe you came to a party with your backpack. It's like, what? oh, yeah, here we go, girls. Look, I'm here. I've got my backpack, my uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles backpack. I was in no danger of pulling, and I knew it. So I thought, fuck it, I'll bring the bag. <laughs> um, so pulling, he means to, like, find a girl, let's say. Um, yeah, you know, you had your packed lunch in there, your Nigel Farage condoms, you, you were fine. <laughs> where, where was I going wrong? <laughs> um, anyway, it's been a pleasure talking to you about this election, Dan. Um, as always, I'm sure we've given listeners a really in-depth, so in-depph, like uh, very thorough, which is also an, another rock and roll piece of vocabulary, complete. Although the other podcast, episode number 37, was much more informative um, but also very boring. So as I said, at least this one wasn't as bad as that, Dan. Okay, let's have a bet. Who do you think will be in power? <sighs> Boris Johnson. The Conservatives will win, of course. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, that's a great bet, that. Great bet. You know, normally we bet something. I, okay, should, fine. Should, should we bet your eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, it'll take about a, a week to get rid of them. They're so thick. Just to clarify, I'm not betting my eyebrows, but if it's Labour, obviously you'll be happy, but you have to lose your eyebrows, okay? That's that's fine. I'm not saying they need to be cut either there. I'm just saying we need to have... (laughs) It's okay, Dan. I've said horrible things about you. You can tell me I've got bushy eyebrows if you want. So there's a nice term, bushy. When you've got big, thick eyebrows like me, you can say someone's got bushy eyebrows. I'll take it, Dan. If you give it, you've got to take it. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway, a pleasure as always, Dan the man. Yeah, speak to you later. Speak to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was Dan the Man and me speaking about the election, politics and a load of other rubbish. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. I mentioned how this hashtag of Martin Almost 40 is following me around like a bad smell. Maybe you have someone that follows you around at work, someone that doesn't leave you alone. You can say they are following you around like a bad smell because bad smells are difficult to get rid of aren't they um then when i told dan the man we were talking about politics he said that his heart sank so when your heart sinks you are very disappointed let's say you're like oh no and that's exactly what happened um i then said i'm thinking of throwing my hat into the ring so here is a lovely term um there's something going on candidates and you want to get involved so you throw your hat in the ring maybe to be president at school I don't know you have to candidate yourself and then you throw your hat into the ring and you say yeah I want to do this too 
Um, Dan the man said, I have too many skeletons in the closet to be prime minister. So skeletons in the closet are things you don't really want other people to know, um, which is a shame because I think I would have made a good prime minister. Notice that pronunciation there. I would have made. I would have made. Um, Dan the man said that he couldn't stomach Jeremy Corbyn being in power. So when you cannot stomach something, it just makes you feel sick. It hurts your stomach. Let's say your girlfriend leaves you for your best friend and then you go to a party and you're both there and then you say, no, I just couldn't stomach seeing them together. I'm not going. Thank you. Um, And then we had the term warms your heart when we were talking about that horrible man who said that the people died because they didn't have any common sense. And if something warms your heart, it makes you feel good. You know, you see a baby cuddling his mum or her mum. That warms your heart. Um. I obviously used it a bit sarcastically. We were talking about that van going around saying go home. And I said it's blatantly racist. So blatantly, it's so obviously racist. We spoke about tuition fees as well. So tuition fees, the money you have to pay to go to university, which remember in England now is £9,000. Unbelievable. And then I said Labour want to scrap tuition fees. So they want to get rid of them. Um, And I said that um, Labour hopefully will also write off other student debt. So when you write it off, you say, right, that's enough. Cancel that. Don't worry about it. You don't need to pay because I am still paying my tuition fees from 2007. Can you believe that? 12 years of paying. Well, I haven't been paying the whole time. Anyway, that's another story. Um, I said I managed to dodge the authorities for a bit. So I dodged them when they were asking for money. So I avoided them, let's say, but they tracked me down. They found me, the bastards. I said, I know it still grates you, Dan, that you didn't go to university. So when something grates you, it annoys you. Um, And then we spoke about my political alliance. So my political side ideas, if you want. We spoke about Mrs. Dan the man having to go through the whole sexual experience with Dan. Like when you have to go through something, you have to live a very unpleasant experience, which I can imagine sex with Dan the man is very, (laughs) very unpleasant. Um, I said that I linger at parties. So when you linger, you just hang around, basically. Dan the man then said that he was in no danger of pulling at that party. So when you pull, it's when you find a girl and maybe you start your romantic relationship with that person. Then I said that we had given listeners a real in-depth analysis of the election. So in-depth, really complete. And I also used the word thorough as well. So When you do something thoroughly, you do it really well. Like you clean your house. If I clean it, you know, I just clean it a little bit. But if you get someone that is good at cleaning, then they clean it thoroughly. Every part, every minor detail. And then Dan the Man um, indirectly was saying that I had bushy eyebrows. So bushy, like a bush, which is like a small tree, let's say very small. That's a bush. And imagine having those above your eyes. Yes, that's what I have. So they are called bushy eyebrows. Anyway, remember, all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 180. I will see you all again next week, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. (laughs) 
Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.